the fuck realize, out of you realize here. that my, 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 my mother is going to listen to this podcast at some oh. point. So you, you know, what's your, you mom's just... name? what's your mom's name? <laughs> Maureen. Maureen, Maureen, listen, Maureen Smotherman, thank you for raising an amazing son. We appreciate him. We appreciate what he does. Notice how I'm being polite. And he is a community man. And I apologize for anything I may have said that offends you. We are joking and we are just, um, <laughs> we're just silly, silly human beings. There's your she promo. Will, she, she, will, she will very much appreciate that. Maybe you can edit that <laughs> in the beginning when you edit out the part about the concert you've got to not announce that's happening. Oh, yes. Right. Thank you. I, 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 think, I think Josh can take this. And this is for Maureen, right, Maureen? Yes. Maureen Smotherman, this is for you. We love your son, Jordan. He's amazing. And thank you for raising such an, just an outstanding adult of a human being. If it was illegal to say stupid things into a microphone. Why must you be so stupid? These guys would be doing life without parole. Hey, everybody, we're back from prison. Why do we keep encouraging this kind of behavior? It's the Breaking the Ice podcast with Josh Dolan. You know, we could like go to jail for this. Along with Mike Shue. And Isaiah Mosca Hanna Bonsa Mana Blitz Boskowitz, whatever the hell his name is. We're good, man. We're good. I was just taking a piss, and yes, I washed my hands. <coughs> good to know. I, just, I mean, I gotta, I gotta be honest and be like, this is what I do with my life. You play hockey, I fucking piss and wash my hands. <laughs> yeah. So is is Mike shoot? What the fuck is is he dead? What happened? Yeah, I, I, I don't know. He, he was supposed to. I was supposed to be on the radio with him this morning too, and he was. Uh, he was no show from that. Really, Mike Shue not showing up for the Pike Ep? Really, really. I mean, I mean, he doesn't tell us anything anyway. But I mean, he doesn't communicate <laughs> at all with us. We're usually like, "Hey, you do know we have a standing date Thursdays at four p.m. to do the show," and sometimes he'll be like, "At five up, I can't do it." Okay, good. Well, that's why I messaged you last night, Josh, to see if we were still doing this today because I found out that he wasn't going to be there this morning. Yeah, that was uh, that was news to me when I opened Instagram and I was like, oh, like, <laughs> there you go. <laughs> did you did you still go on the bike this morning? Yeah, yeah, I hopped on. I hopped on with Adam this morning. So you're saying that it was a better interview. This is what I'm hearing. Uh, this is this is Jordan Smotherman, <laughs> captain of the Worcester Railers, saying officially on Breaking the Ice podcast. It's better when I call Pike FM when Mike Shoe's not there. I mean that's not that's not at all what I said, but you can uh, you can you can take you can take what you want from it. Here on this podcast, we put words in your mouth. So that's <laughs> yeah, perfect. Yes, yeah, I'm glad I'm, I'm glad I'm on here again. Then that's great. Yeah. Awesome. So well, let's. Oh wait a minute. Wait a minute, Josh. Can we just right. like deal with the elephant in the room? The reason we wanted you on because last time you had your girlfriend on, she was amazing. Is she there? <laughs> uh, no, uh, she no longer is a thing. So oh oh yeah. Yeah, Good job, Isaiah. I, you guys wonder why I started scoring so much in uh, in January and uh, in February there. Oh, <laughs> you said it. You said it, not us. Okay. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so that that could be the podcast right there. This is yeah, why I, I, your I captain think, think is yeah. scoring because he's not distracted <laughs> by a woman. Some guys in the room made the link uh, and pointed it out to me a couple weeks after. After it happened, and yeah, were they saying that you were whipped? Uh, no, no, they were just noticing a correlation between an improvement and performance. Uh, <laughs> now, see, I, I, I saw that 
link kind of differently where after you came on this podcast, the next game you immediately scored a hat trick or four goals, maybe. Yeah, it was a, it was a four point night. So it was, it was, a, it was, it was three and one. Um, oh, okay. So yeah, it, it could, it could have actually just been that you're right. You know, I, I could be reading into the other thing way too much. Or, or whenever I know somebody that's at the game, you seem to score a hat trick. I'm always getting texts like Jordan scored. You scored again. You should, uh, you should, you should, you should send more friends to the games then. I'm I'm actually going to be there Saturday, so we'll see what happens. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> no pressure. Yeah, no, none whatsoever. Where are we at with the Railers right now? Where are the Worcester Railers sitting? What's the what's this? Give me the, give me the uh, scoop the Worcester, on where you The Worcester Railers are currently sitting uh, in a playoff uh, spot by point zero 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 one um, percentage of points. Jesus. <laughs> I think we're at like 5087 and I think that Maine is right now at 5086 or something like that. Okay. So what do we got? How many games left? Uh we've got six games left. We're also fighting with um the uh the Frenchies up there, uh Trois-Rivier. Um and we 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 play them five games over the next six. Um so it's, oh. it's basically it's basically a, a best of five series at this point with them um to decide You're playing them who, five who times in six games yeah so we've got them friday saturday and then wednesday friday saturday with the game on sunday against adirondack sprinkled in there so it's already the playoffs Jesus <laughs> yeah Christ. basically we i mean we, if we make it all the way it'll be a five-round playoff because we've got a we've got a five-game series that starts on friday is that a thing in the in in the league where you play a team five times and i mean i've seen home and aways in the nhl for sure but five games against the same I mean, our, team our schedule has been a, it's been a disaster for this yeah. last two months. Um, yeah. I mean, we, at one point, actually, we were supposed to play Reading. So we got hit with COVID pretty hard kind of mid January, December, we were supposed to play Reading like nine of 11 games in a row in that stretch. What the fuck? Um, we ended up having to cancel a couple of those. And so they, they all got moved around. We rescheduled those games in the middle of an already very busy schedule. Yeah. Um, and I think the way the season finished, there's something crazy like 25 games in in 40 some days or something. So it was, yeah, it's 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 been crazy. And I think 12 of our last 15 games on the road or something like that. Jesus Christ! Now is Who there is, is there like do you already know like the scenarios of like how you guys can clinch? Like if this person loses and that one. Is if, if it was points, I'd have it figured out. As soon as you throw in division and point percentage, I, I, I couldn't tell you. I, if, I, if you look at our schedule, who we play, we control our fate. It's, it's, it's yeah. five games against that team. I, I'm pretty sure if we win three of five against them, it would put us in. Um, three of our last six, we still have a very good chance. Honestly, I, I couldn't tell you because it's a, a three-team battle for two spots. Because um, Maine's, Maine's still in the hunt, too. They've got a tough schedule. They play Reading four times and Newfoundland twice to finish their year. So it's it's a complete shit show and toss-up right now. I always hate yeah. that at the end of the season when it's like there's two teams with the same amount of points and they're trying to figure out who clinches, who doesn't. And it's like it all the, it go, it, they start counting, like, who's the tallest? So <laughs> Yeah, pretty, pretty much. That's, that's, that's what it's going to come down to. I mean, the fact they're doing win percentage, uh, like I said, it stretches to the hundred thousandth of a decimal point or whatever it's at right now is the determining factor. It's crazy. So it's win. Well, it's, it's overall wins, but then there's the percentage of wins on top of it or just. So it, it is. It's solely based on win percentage now at this point Holy because of shit. COVID. Not everybody's going to be able to make up all of their games. So I think we're playing 71 games instead of 72. Maine's going to get a full season in a 72. I think Trois Rivieres playing 69 or something like that. Yeah. I just brought up your schedule. Uh, 
you're playing them one, two. So Saturday, Friday, Saturday, you, like you said, you play Adirondack and then boom, 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 three more. Jesus Christ. That's playoff. That's, that's it right there. It's, one of it's my really, questions yeah, I was going to ask that's, you that's is like, the first round. <clears throat> right. It is. I, one of the things I was going to ask you is like, who at this point in your career as the captain of the Worcester Railers is, is like your team's rival. Like the one that you, like the Bruins fucking hate the Canadians. Who do the Railers just cannot stand playing against? And it's really good. It's physical. People end up getting hurt. It's like, it's, which one is it? it, it it's, it's, it's really hard to say. I mean, in our division, we play Maine and Reading like 15 times each a year. Yeah. Uh, the Maine games have gotten pretty physical. Um, we, don't, we don't like them very much. I don't like them very much. Um, <laughs> Reading has had our number all year. Um, yeah, that, that'll piss you those off. Games, <laughs> if those games, I mean, that, that'll piss me off. But those games have not, they're not the most physical team. They've, they've got just a fast, skilled, skilled team. They don't, they don't play a very heavy game. Maine tends to play a little bit heavier games. So those games can, can be a little more physical, a little more violent. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you're going to have a new rival after the next two weeks playing the same fucking team five yes. times to determine whether or not someone goes to the playoffs. Someone's going to hit yep. somebody's fucking mother, sister, father, whole family, and you're going to say some shit on the ice after that. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, 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 would, I, would assume by, I would assume by the end of the game Friday night, that will already be said. Right. <laughs> Yeah, so <laughs> it's, gonna yeah. set the tone. Is it? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> You're going on Saturday, Josh. I'm looking at their website. I am. You've got yeah. Fan appreciation night is on Saturday. Oh. Last last regular season home game should be a good crowd. Should be a real big one, actually. Now, now, oh, it, is there it, anything I can do to help on Saturday? You want me to, you know? Well, I don't know if you're if I if I get a hat trick every time your friends show up, I'm hoping I can score four or five when you show up. And I okay. Feel like that's, that's... <laughs> I mean, I'll do, I'll do whatever. If you need me to go down and give everyone a pep talk, you know, in between periods, <laughs> I'll flip a water table. I don't. <laughs> maybe 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 you can get involved in the piety contest this time. Maybe that. Uh... Yeah, right. I'll win, Mike Shoe. This... He's over. He's over. He's over too, right? Is that that's? Yeah. That last one was embarrassing. That last one was. was I, I was trying. I tried to get a peek at it during the uh, during the game. I was uh, I was disappointed for, him, but we can we can definitely continue talking about shit talking shit about him while he's not here. That's I, listen. That's the best way it. to not get well, we, <laughs> look. We all talk shit whether we're here or not, but he's not here right now. So yeah, fair fair enough. Yeah, I haven't heard from him. I hope he's okay. But you know, until yeah, I find I, out otherwise, we should, we, we should we should definitely say that. Right? I do hope he's okay. Yes. Yeah. I and guess. then go back to breaking <laughs> his balls. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if I asked you this last time. I found out a friend of mine. Are you in the same league with, or are they in the same league with you? The the uh, Savannah Ghost Pirates. So Savannah, they Georgia. are going. They're going to be joining our league next year. They are. Yes. Uh, they are okay. They're a new franchise coming in. Um, they just built a brand new rink down there. I think it's the same ownership group as the team in Jacksonville in our league right now. Actually, it um, is. But that's going to be. My, that's going to be. Yeah. A, that's going to be a coveted spot to play in. That's a good city. Yeah, the, my friend Brian worked for, so he and I worked in radio together for years when I was in Orlando. And then when I came up here north to work at AAF and EEI, all that, he was down there, still did a syndicated show, but then started doing work for the Orlando Solar Bears. Solar Bears. Solar Bears. Yeah. Thank you. Solar Is it the same, yep. uh, same league? Same league. Yep. Same okay. League. Yep. So he starts working yep. for them a few years ago and they're connected to the Tampa Bay Lightning. So he ends up, COVID was the first year because think about when there were no fans, it was a whole different fan experience. If, if any at all, you know, it was that pumped in crowd bullshit, whatever, but they called him the DJ or the, the, the in-house, you know, announcer and, and entertainer called him and said, Hey, we need your help down in Tampa. And so of course he's like, it's like getting called to the bigs. Right. So he's yeah. like, he goes down to Tampa 
And it was that year where there were no fans. And so Brian, they were like, okay, you're in charge of the crowd noise. And he's like, okay. And they bought all this new equipment to do it. And, and Brian's kind of like, so how do I do it? And they're like, it's all you, man. Like, no first knows. one doing it. <laughs> no one knows. <laughs> Figure it out. Yeah. Push the buttons. I mean, you know, was it, just, was, it just a, was it just a soundboard for different fan reactions? Like it, it was a it was a soundboard. Now, this guy's a huge hockey fan. He grew up in New York. His father was a major Rangers fan. There's so much hockey. So you've got to have a hockey person doing it because you get where the puck is going when there's a hit, when there's an ooh and ah, if there's a fight. And it was basically a soundboard. It was ba and, and that's familiar for someone in radio. You're like, Oh, so I hit this button. I pop this thing up, and you know, so here's this. So whatever, whatever reaction he had to the play, he just hit that button. That was his. Correct. Yeah, that was his job. Or, 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 or the <laughs> yeah, or the. And talk about talk about like a job that never was. Like you're either yeah. cranking Metallica yeah. between plays, or you're the in you know arena announcer, or you're doing the radio or the TV. This was like, I'm sitting up in. The, he's like, I'm sitting up in this fucking booth, Isaiah, and I'm just like. <sighs> Okay, okay, I get it. <laughs> Ooh, there's a hit. It's like, what the fuck? But he ends up being with the team the last two years. So he's got two Stanley Cups because he was on the team. And they, the team gave out, you know, rings to everybody what who worked a, what a, what in the bounce. organization. Right? Total what a bounce. bounce. Yeah, Jesus. And, and then he met the guy. He told me in Jacksonville, he was at a Tampa game. And they got to chatting and really liked Brian, his creativity. And he told him, he said, we're, oh, we're starting a new franchise called the Savannah Ghost Pirates. And the Ghost Pirates has such history because there's such, you know, haunted history in Savannah, Georgia. And if you look at their logo, it's pretty cool. So I wasn't sure if they were still in your league, but that's... I did not I, was, I did not know that they had officially named them yet. That's the first time I'm hearing Ghost Pirates. They, yeah. they went with Ghost so, Pirates. That sounds like a team in a Will Ferrell movie. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They're going to go, they're going with their, I mean, you know, I, I guess the railers are because the train whipped through fucking Worcester, right? Or goes through Worcester. It's like, everyone's got to, yeah. you know, the sea dogs up in Portland are, you know, the baseball team is, I don't know. Cause that's the fucking name of the brewery. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I mean, talk about being, I don't, I, mean, I, don't, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know how, I don't know how these team names, because I, I played over in, in Germany. Um, and in that league alone, they have probably the least creative uh, franchise developers. They have, uh, they have two or three teams that are named the Penguins. Uh, they have, I think, three teams that are named after Panthers, two teams that are named after Bears, two teams that are like the Eagles, and then they have the Roosters. Uh, the, that, that's, that's their, like, their, like, 15-team league has, like, four different types of mascots. They, they couldn't be creative enough to come up with 14 different, 13, 14 different mascots. Like a cluster of high schools. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. But I mean, yeah, the, a, the AHL was kind of like that too. Like there was like what three teams called the Admirals? There was the Milwaukee Admirals, the Norfolk yeah, Admirals, Milwaukee, Norfolk. Yeah, they, they, yeah. We need some more creative people in front offices, I guess. I'm like, well, do you do you not have a marketing team? Jesus Christ! Yeah, <laughs> yeah. somebody at the meeting. Oh, works, like, how works, about the Admirals? Them. Maybe it'll work for us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if it was, you know, in, in the NHL, it was like, well, you're playing the Boston Bruins, you're playing the Philadelphia Bruins, and the New York. Really, the fuck. Come up with a better fucking name. Did anybody watch anything? I, I'm going to get a no, a hard no from you, Josh. But did you watch any of the Masters today, Jordan? I'm a couple minutes late because I was watching Tiger finish up on 17. I'm curious what he did on 18 now. Oh, uh, how did he finish? Uh, he was one under when I when I stopped watching. He was looking pretty good actually. Smith, what do we got here for the leaderboard? Smith is four under. M. Him. When I saw him, I thought I thought I am because I'm like, my name's Isaiah Moskowitz. So I'm like, am I playing in the Masters? Am I in second place? <laughs> Holy shit! I, I'm not a good. I, I am. 
I have had the luxury of going to the Masters twice. Really? Um, hey. And it, I got to go to the, the practice rounds, and it was, uh, I mean, that place, is, you want to talk about sports venues, that, that place is beautiful. Um, Immaculate. Oh, it is, it is insane. There isn't a blade of grass that's out of place. You have thousands of people walking around all week, and still somehow every blade of grass bends the right and proper way, even in the gallery. I don't, I don't know how they do it. It's nuts. It almost but looks like you dandelions away, but they're, they're, yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah. <laughs> Josh Dolan is not going to be the groundskeeper for Augusta National. No, I mean, no. In, unless you like crabgrass, not going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that place, that place is, it's insane. They, the, the year I was there, I am sure if you watch the covers, they talked about it, but I was there for a Wednesday practice round and there was a massive storm the night before and this hmm. huge tree fell and crushed an entire bathroom. Like it's not like a like a portable bathroom. Like a this was a, a like a little cabin looking thing. By Thursday afternoon for the tea times, the bathroom was rebuilt and operational. Really, I can't wow. get a, I can't get a plumber to come fix something under my sink <laughs> in a day. And these guys re, rebuilt an entire functional public restroom. In about well, you're also not time. the home of the fucking masters. <laughs> fair, fair, yeah, true, true, yeah. Jeez, they, they clean up like Disney. It's just like overnight. And <laughs> How was that though? How I, I went to, what did I get? What's the um I, I cannot think of it. What's the place they play in, in Massachusetts down by what used to be Great Woods now the whatever it's called? Um TBC Boston, fucking, right? or TBC. That's it. That's yeah, it. That's the, I went yeah. to I went to that one year and that was intense. I mean, when you're standing right next to someone like Tiger Woods who, you know, in his heyday, he's still playing, I get it, love him, but he would just, it's, it's no shock his back is fucked up. He would swing so fucking hard, and that ball would go so fucking far, and of course, then I'd go on the golf course and be like, well, Tiger swings like an asshole, and my ball launches into the woods, you know? But he, oh, but yeah. you stand next yeah. to those men, and they're just like, wow, oh, you're good at that. Yeah, that was the, the cool thing about the practice rounds is you can actually like they'll interact with the crowd. Mm. Like while they're out there, I mean they're they're out there, they're loose, they're joking around with people standing next to the tee box. It's it's a it's a phenomenal experience. Is is John Daly like I just saw a video of him? He looks like shit. Is that, is that the video where he walks up, crushes a beer, and asks, he goes, What's the what's the what's the club record? Yes, what's the, what's the course record? He gets yeah. out of the golf cart, Josh. If you haven't seen this, and he is fucking huge you want to talk about a dad bod and he's got this david letterman white beard and he's fucking he's been pounding down marlboros for 40 fucking years or 30 or what he doesn't give a shit and he grabs a fucking his body oh he that thing is something (laughs) it's study holy shit when it finally like when him and keith richards finally go we need to look at these bodies and be like what the fuck is going on but josh he gets out of the cart and i think the title is like how to start around and he just opens a you know a miller light <clears throat> smacking his fucking cigarettes what's the course record i'm ready to go and he walks off and he's just oh. and he crushes oh he does i don't think he's playing at the masters though <laughs> i'm not sure I, the year the year i went down there he wasn't playing but he had uh he had set up outside of the hooters right down right down the road Shocking. Was, doing, was doing some some promotional thing there for a liquor company i don't know <laughs> Um, and if you've ever been to Augusta, Georgia, the, the golf course is like the only nice part about it. Um, <laughs> you drive, you drive, you drive through this, this like crap area. And then all of a sudden, like you just, you pull off the road, you pull into a parking lot and you're just in this like glowing heaven of golf. 
Um, but right down the street, like just around the corner, there was this Hooter, and there, there was John Daly's RV set up for some liquor promotion at Hooter. I love that. I love that he's got a fucking RV like sponsored by you know fucking Jaeger. I don't Meister even know if they whatever. sponsor him or pay him. I think he just does it. <laughs> he just does it. That's yeah. a good point. That's a really good point. That's a really good yeah. point. Yeah. I went. Yeah. What's the What's the best course you've ever played? Ah, uh, well, that's. Oh, you know, I got to play. Uh, I get to play over in Northern Ireland at Royal Port Rush. It's where they had the uh, the British Open in 2019, I want to say it was. Uh, 2018 or 2019. That was a cool experience. Uh, beautiful course. Worst fucking golf day of my life, weather-wise. It was like <laughs> 40 degrees, pissing yeah. rain, and you're right on the coast in Northern Ireland. So the wind's breezing. Well, 60, that's a nice 60 miles an there. hour in your face. Um, <laughs> yeah, it actually is. That's, that's true. That's a summer day for them. Uh, but no, we, uh, me and one of my teammates, it was, uh, we had, it was a, a free round. We were like, oh, we're going for sure. Uh, we made it like 13 holes and we said, fuck this. I can't, I can't feel my fingers anymore, let alone hit a golf ball. Josh is getting, you, you want to get into golf. Right? Yeah, I you say wanna... that every year and then I don't, you know, you but... do. Cause I end up talking about golf and you're like, can I come with you? And, and Jordan in my head, I'm like, no, cause he's never played and it's fucking bad enough. Cause I'm not that good. He'll make it a six hour round when it should be maybe no, three and a half. Maybe I'm four. like John Daly. I'm just natural. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe I've got I've got a I've got a friend of mine. I started playing golf with him right at the beginning of COVID. He had never played golf before in his life. You know, he's an athletic guy. Um play would play D1 soccer for a little while. Um he was shooting like first couple rounds went out, he was 130, 140. He was awful. <laughs> awful. awful. By, the time, by the time that summer ended though, he was shooting in the low nineties, trying to break it into the eighties. I, I wow. Like, yeah. So it, well, it, he it's figured doable. It out. You you can you can do it if you put the time in, Josh. I, I definitely will this year, but it, I'm still trying to figure out which way I swing. They both ways. Oh, no, hold on, hold on. Both ways feel wrong. And <laughs> I'm right. I'm right-handed for writing, but I'm I'm a lefty shot for hockey. Don't know what I am for for golf. That's that's what I am. I'm a I'm a lefty golfer. Oh, you are. So so I should probably try for and me. It's kind of because I'm I, I play hockey lefty. My my strength and kind of rotating that way just naturally goes in that direction. So I, I can hit the ball a lot further lefty. That's pretty much the only reason I play lefty. I should stick lefty then. Yeah. That they way you can swing harder wrong. and just try and crush the ball. <laughs> well, well, you, ha you have a professional hockey player here discussing strength and you are deciding what you do with your right hand and your left hand. And that's, <laughs> um, well, yeah, I don't really think that pounding your fucking whistle with your right hand or your left hand is compared to what he does for a living. So I would probably just stick left. If, do you well, write with your I, left, you know. Josh? No, I'm righty. What do you do left-handed? Shit left-handed? What do you do left-handed? I'm, I'm a left shot in hockey. Okay. You don't really play hockey. So I would go with right. Yes, I come. Well. Not professionally, but. Not with this guy on the fucking show. <laughs> you, played, you, you, played, you played him in league around here? Um, I do in, in uh, Concord. Did, did did it starts this week are you gonna do it <laughs> yeah i'm gonna do it i mean last what year, uh, what 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 division do you play in? um last last no i Sorry. there's not it's, it's <laughs> more, know, most most men's most men's leagues go like a b c if it's, <laughs> if it's a league or is it like are you it's like pickup what what it's beer league beer league okay yeah Thanks. so i'm uh i'm i'm sometimes Jesus. i'm sometimes red shirts but you know sometimes i go black <laughs> so as you go into the playoffs jordan don't even fucking think about asking josh to step in see 
our, our friend Andrew Raycroft, <laughs> who's in the booth at Nesson, is actually like the third back for the Bruins if people knock themselves down. Josh, just because he's in the building, do not think for one fucking second <laughs> he's going to help the Worcester Railers. You're like, hey, Josh, can you? He's like, I've had like two shots and four beers. I'm not, no, I can't. There was a point this season where we might have considered it. We had we had no bodies with COVID stuff. It was not really. I think, that's, I, think that's 70, I think it's like seventy four guys, seventy five guys or something this year have worn the jersey. Wow! No shit. Oh, it's it's absurd. There were there was a point where I walk in the locker room and I go to get in the, the change room. I walk into my stall and I walk by like three guys. I look at guys that have been there, and be like, who the fuck are these guys? Like, where where is this guy? Where this Usually, guy I work from? at the pro shop. Yeah, we we. I we, we we played a game down in Reading. We had three or four guys. We had four guys fresh off of a desk on Wall Street, drive drive out, drive out to play in our game. Now they had all played professional at some point. They had retired in the last two years. We just didn't have enough bodies, and the league was making us feel the team. Um, and so we bring these guys in. We we play it. I, I was almost embarrassed to, to to play in this game. We had we had a guy wearing Edmonton Oilers pants. Oh, we had Jesus a guy Christ. wearing Pittsburgh Penguin pants. We had a guy in a black helmet with a Perkins restaurant logo on his <laughs> on his helmet. I, and it was just a, this is a professional hockey league. It was it was just like, uh, yeah, it was. Per- Perkins got it, a plug though. That's that's where Tiger fucked all yeah, his girlfriends. Yeah, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, definitely take my number down. Points. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> Let me tell you, if, I, I'd be if happy you get into to the playoffs. It, no, no, don't. No, stop, listen, stop, listen. stop. And I stand by that argument I was having with Andrew Raycroft. I could get one by him. Listen, Jordan. So I, would lo- I, would, I would love to see that. You like could the, see, like you? Yeah, yourself? like on the ice. Like no, you wouldn't ten, be able to score on the ice. Uh, I, I think I could get a couple by. I think I could. No. Ten no. on the ice? I think we might have to. Yeah, we could do that. I mean, yes. I've never seen you play, so I suppose, but I, you wouldn't, I don't think you'd be able to score on me, if, even if we just jumped on the ice right now. It's hard. I've scored so. on Byron Defoe. Yeah, well, I'm sure I did, yeah. We'd <laughs> like to see the context of that goal. Wives Carnival, it was a tennis ball. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, perfect. Case closed. He had dress shoes on. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, I could, really? Ten shots, you don't think I could get one by you? No. It's hard. I mean, I'm no. <laughs> Dude, back, back also, of the day. I don't know if it, it, it's, it's probably more of a liability issue than it is an ability issue. Um, I, I, I think you would probably get killed. This is what would end up happening. <laughs> the difference between beer league and our league is uh, we, we kind of try and hurt each other out there at times. Um, you guys just try and avoid the contact. <laughs> Jordan will sweep around and be on your team and fucking kill you, let alone the other team. Yeah, and that's fun. I mean, that's like be- saying I got knocked out by Mike Tyson. Like, not everybody the, the, gets the, la- the last two days, you had a cough and threw out your back, and you cried like your daughter for two days. If you got hit by a man in that fucking league, you'd be dead. I am sorry. I get sick sometimes, okay? <laughs> so do I, but I'm not going to play for the hey, Western Railroad. But you're, but, you're, but you're still here. You're still, we're still here. <laughs> right, Mike Shu didn't even show up. <laughs> I, I'm a huge fan. Now, you tell me in your league, Jordan, what's what is fighting like? How do you think fighting is in your league? Because I I really miss that in the NHL. Like it's not as so it's, we we it's not as prevalent. We still fight. Yeah, um, I I had I had a fight on Saturday last week. Um, Did you kick his ass? One. 
Uh, it was a, I hit him once and I, I don't think he saw it coming and he dropped back down and tried to grab my leg and take me down. Um, so you made, he, you made contact, not fucking the helmet. You got a good, Oh, it was one. Well, I got partial visor. I got a nice little hole in the one knuckle from it. Who puts a fucking uh, visor was, on helmets? Good... I'm trying to punch you in the face. The fuck? <laughs> I, I like keeping my eyes in my head. So I, I prefer, I prefer wearing the visor. That's fair. Fair. Uh, actually, it's like, so a, a couple of my games way back when I got called up, in Atlanta and in preseason, I, I didn't wear a visor. And a couple of the guys in my team saw some pictures of that. Um, and it, it put in perspective to them just, just how fucking old I am. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, Jordan didn't play with a helmet. How fucking old are you? Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. What are you fucking Terry well, I mean, O'Reilly over here? I, 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 did, I did play back in the day when you could still not wear your helmet in warm-ups, uh, which I got to be honest, I kind of missed that. That was, Wait, uh, that was a You fun, can't go no bucket in warm-ups? I'm pretty sure it's a massive fine now. Uh, I think no. the NHL guys can still do it, but I think the American League and the uh, the East Coast League can't do it. That, I would be doing it if I, I would be doing it if I could. I, I, I it's a fun, It's just fun. You yeah. can definitely go no helmet warm ups in the NHL because you see, you know, yeah, they don't have helmets on. I unless... think in the NHL, it might be like a grandfather thing. Like if you if you have, if you were in the NHL before a certain year, I, I'm not. I'm not sure. Was what, a, a, a Vander Kane took like a, a he took a spill in warmups and then got a bad concussion, a bad cut on his head, and ever since then they made a big stink about. If uh, you're fucking taking a big I'm spill in fucking warmups, what are you doing? How are you going to play in the game? <laughs> it happens to the, it happens to the best. Of, it does happen uh, to the best of us sometimes. So I'm sure, I'm sure. But it, to get I a concussion, you, have, you have to lose an edge. You have to lose an edge and go fucking sliding into the boards. That's like. Oops. Or one of your teammates is wheeling around like an idiot and runs into you. That's, that's, that's I just saw option. that. I just saw something like that on whatever fucking social media I'm just staring at. It was, it was, at it was an old clip of Shane Doan. Was it? And he was circling around. Yeah. I think that, I think that might've been buried by he, a teammate. He, yeah. but he missed, he missed one teammate. The guy was skating around being all fancy, not fancy, just working his legs out. Right. And, and he missed one teammate and then turned around and just, you know, social media, they line it up with like fucking, you know, Mark Morrison return to the Mac. And as soon as boom, that moment hits, he fucking decks his own fucking teammate in fucking warm up. It's like, really? Yeah. And everybody's we had, we had watching. A, we, had a, we had a guy go down uh, last game or two games ago, we had a guy go down. Um, and so we, there's a tradition in, 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 in pro hockey um, that before the game, you find sometimes there's reasons to put money on the board. Sometimes, you know, guys just do it because it's a big game. Uh, but what you do is you go up, you put your number on the board, you know, say you put a hundred bucks after it. If the team wins, that money goes to the team fine fund for, you know, rookie party, end of year party and all that stuff. The thing when you, when you fall down at warmups, it's a guaranteed 25. If one knee hits the ice, if both knees hit the ice, it's a 50. If a piece of equipment falls off, then you're up to a hundred. Um, but that's, that's, that's a, uh, that's a fun tradition in the locker room. And, and you always find random reasons to get guys to put money on the board. If they've got, you know, girls come to the game, they've left tickets for, um, you can do things like that. Uh, well, it's kind of like hockey's uh, version of a swear jar or a douche jar. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's funny. So how many times have you wiped out during practice warmups? Warmups, it's I think it's it's probably happened maybe two or three times in my career. I took a vicious spill in practice once this year and almost killed myself. Um I That's just tried I just tried putting a different rocker on on my my skates sharpening wise 
uh, went to reach, reach for a rebound going a hundred miles an hour and met the boards going about 96. Um, so no, no, especially at the, uh, the old Worcester ice center over there, part of the coldest rink in, uh, in Massachusetts. I think those, those boards are cement too. Last I checked. Uh, they are, they are, they are hard. Probably both, felt both, like Matt. You both, fly both into the knees night. and both shoulders and my wrists can attest to that. Oh, so, yeah. There's got to be a moment when you're when you're playing at the pro level where like shit like that. It's like fuck, dude. Jesus Christ. Like I mean, injury. How many injuries? Like what was it, the injury that you had in your career where you thought, fuck, this thing's over. Like I'm fucked up. Like I just fucked myself up from a fight or whatever. That's fucking scary because you're on a path in professional sports and you catch an edge or something fucked up happens. And you're out. What was the biggest moment? For me, I think we've talked about the one. I talked about my back injury um, and the insurance settlement that uh, I passed up on for that the last time we were on. But other than that, I I had a really um, fucked up thing happen in uh, Germany um, to me. I I was playing over there. And in order to play in Germany, you have to pass a a pretty rigorous um, physical for insurance reasons. And one of the things they have you do is an exercise stress test for your heart. Uh, and they, they found um, a, a problem with my heart, like not obviously not a major one. I'm, I'm still playing, um, but fuck. So uh, they find this problem. They bring me in. They, they, they run a bunch of other tests. They put me through a cardiac MRI. They do all this stuff. So, I, I mean, I've never had an issue. I've never felt any palpitation, shortness of breath, chest pain, like none of that shit you, you'd expect now they're making with any kind of heart problems. So now, <laughs> so now I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I'm, like, I'm doing fine. This is great. I'm like, I, I, I'm going to be fine. So I'm starting to get ready to go back on the ice. I'm like, I'm practicing. They're going to call me and tell me I'm okay. So team doctor calls me. Again, keep in mind, I'm in Germany. So there's a language barrier. Calls me, goes, uh, I have bad news. The results from your cardiac MRI just came in. You'll never be an athlete again. Excuse me. My instant, reaction, my, instant, my instant reaction, I hang the phone up. Yeah, no, I didn't oh. get that call. I missed that call. So, so I walk <laughs> out to the car and I actually I called my mom back here. I was like, so the doctor just told me I'll never be an athlete again. And she's like, well, why? Like, I don't fucking know. I hung up. Uh, <laughs> I, threw, I fucking threw my phone in the water. Not the answer I was home. looking for. No. So she's like, well, call him back. So I call back and he starts to explain the, the whole the whole thing. And um, the conversation, I'm like, well, this is my team doctor. Like, what, 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 what does this guy know? Uh, and so I, I asked him, like, can I, can I talk to the cardiologist that, like, that, that looked at these tests? And he goes, all right. Now, keep in mind, it's, it's Friday at this point. Uh, he's like, he can see you at, uh, at four o'clock or, or else his office is closed. You can see him Monday morning. I'm like, it's, it's like fucking two 30 or three right now. His office is an hour and a half away. Like I'm not going to make it in time. It's like, all right, well, uh, I guess you can just see him Monday morning. So I've now been told that I got like a massive scar on my heart. Like I'll never be an athlete again. I should be careful getting my heart rate up. Uh, I'm in, in Germany. So I'm across the fucking Atlantic ocean from my entire family, all my friends. Uh, I'm living on the fourth floor of a walk-up apartment with no elevator. Uh-huh. I got my Apple, I got my freaking Apple watch on. I start walking up the stairs and taking my pulses. I'm going up the stairs. I'm like, Jesus, I got to sit down. Like, am I going to die walking up these stairs? Um, my team left to go. So all the friends that I had just made in the first month of training camp, they went to Switzerland for training camp. So for three days, I'm just sitting in this apartment. Doing wow. Nothing, talking to friends and family, trying, I mean, I'm 30 years old, trying to figure out what the hell I'm going to do with my life. Cause my, my career just, you know, I mean, seemingly just came to an end. All um, of this doesn't sound good for your heart. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. Right. None, you're freaking the fuck out. And you wonder why your heart, heart rate. rate's up. You're like, oh. 
So Jesus, I mean, I even like I, I holy I, shit. I, so I, I get in to see the cardiologist, and he's he's giving me this whole runaround. Like he's like, yeah, you know, like it could be this, it could be that. You know, we make mistakes sometimes, and sometimes sometimes the imaging is not great. I'm just like, are you are you kidding me? Like, yeah, exactly. Get it right. Get it right. So I I get back to I finally pack up my shit. I get back to Boston. I get in with an unbelievable network of doctors here in Boston. Um, right, right out of MGH. Uh, first thing the first guy says to me, he goes, ah, he goes, we know what's wrong with you. He goes, we can get you back on the ice. Um, he goes, we want to redo these these tests because these images are horrible. Um, but you know, we got a pretty good idea. We can probably get you back on the ice in four weeks. So I, uh, I end up, even after that conversation, I'm still obviously on high alert. Like they haven't actually told me what's wrong or what they're going to do. But I, I remember, uh, he told me it was okay to start skating. Yeah, you can get on the ice, you know, just don't push yourself too hard. Like if you just want to get out there, just, you know, for, for your mental health, like do something for yourself, like get out there. So I go to stick time over at the England sports center. Um, <laughs> And I, I just go out there and screw around, you know, playing with some, some, you know, old men and, and young kids out there, just messing around shooting pucks and stuff and um, get in the locker room afterwards and I get in the car and I go to Wegmans in Northboro and I'm walking around Wegmans in Northboro. And again, Apple watch on. So I'm looking down and I'm, 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 I'm feeling like warm in the grocery store and I'm looking down, I look down and I'm like, my heart rate's like 115. I'm like, I'm, I'm grocery shopping. Why is my heart rate 115? So right. head starts spinning. I'm like, you got to be fucked. Get me as soon as I look down again, 130. I look down again, oh, 140. I look down again, fuck. 150. <laughs> Never had a panic attack in my life. I'm now having a panic attack. So wow. at the time, I, I, I have a condo in Boston, but it was rented out because I was supposed to be playing Germany. So I'm uh, living at my, my, my mom's house in the meantime while I get all this stuff figured out. And so I, I just drive back there. She's not home. I just I go upstairs, take a nap, fall asleep. I wake up and tell her the story and she looks at me. She goes, you just, you just went to sleep. <laughs> you, thought, you thought you were having a heart attack and you just went to sleep. Yeah. Don't do that. That's, that's not what you do. You didn't call Ma, her. Ma, care. Call I a had, doctor. No, no. I had a sandwich first. Then I went to sleep. Okay. Calm down. <laughs> exactly. I went to I Wegmans. Had I, yeah. I had a nice turkey sandwich. It's a great grocery store. Then I went to bed. Everybody uh, knows so, the best thing for a heart attack is to sleep it off. Right. <laughs> that's, that's all you got to do. So it's just, yeah. So I mean, the, the, the long, the long story, but to shorten the end of it, I, I ended up having a uh, minor heart surgery uh, in 2016, I think it was. Really? Um, and I was back on the ice in uh, four weeks. I had the surgery. It was two weeks of nothing, two weeks of, um, starting to ramp it back up and then right back into to practicing games. And that's when I, I played with Manchester. Uh, my first games ever in the East Coast. Like I had my, uh, a friend of mine was on the coaching staff up there and uh, they made room to bring me in. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Now, is that something yeah. it's funny, not funny really, but Josh and I've known each other for years and we've talked about different back issues that we've had fucking cardiac things we've had. Was that, did you have an ablation? Was that what you had done? Yeah. Yeah. That's what it was done. So yep. that's an electrical thing. And I can, as yep. you're telling this story, this is a Fitbit. Okay. And I'm really glad I didn't have this in high school while I was doing cocaine because it would have been 250. <laughs> let me just fucking tell you. And that wouldn't have been good. Let me just start this segment with that. <clears throat> I'm an adult now and I only drink. So, but that ceiling is so, I've had that issue since I was a kid. My heart would go into atrial fibrillation. Right. And well, there's a difference between atrial fibrillation and tachycardia. I think I can't remember which one starts it. And if you let it go long enough, it becomes the other one. 
And then if you I let think that go, and AFib. I think AFib is a real bad one. Well, AFib is AFib is at a point where <clears throat> the way it was explained to me by my cardiologist, which actually I'd seen a number of them over the years. This, the first time this happened to me, I was literally 12. So there were no fucked up substances or dumb things. It was, it was my heart like yours. Glad to know, glad to know you didn't start at 12. <laughs> Listen, I'm from Massachusetts. <laughs> Maybe when I was 15, I was getting close to the dumb ages. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Here we are. But, and I bet they told you, this, you clarified that's, that's all. That's, hey, yeah. it's like I said, when I started this show, I took a piss, I washed my hands. I'm an honest guy. <laughs> I tell you what's happening, but you have an extra exit off your heart. That's what that was because most of us normal people have four valves, I guess, of where the blood flows and moves around. I have a fifth one. That's how my cardiologist made it real simple. He's like, Isaiah, I'm going to draw this for you. You have four exits like everyone does, but you have a fifth. And when that door flips open, the blood rushes that way. And that sends your heart into this rhythm that is fucked up. And you feel like you're having a fucking heart attack because I swear to fuck, the thing goes to 190. And it's like, that's not good. And then like Josh just said, the mind takes it to 200. Oh, yeah. And I've called yeah. ambulances over my life because the first time it happened, I just, I didn't know what to do. And I'm finally like, fuck it. This is what 911's for. And I did it. And it was, okay, you're not having a heart attack. But if you let something go from AFib or tachycardia to AFib, you know, the problem is the two top valves of the heart, the blood just sits there and it pools. It can harden and push a blood clot and you're dead. That's how you have a fucking stroke and you're fucked. And that could be if you're 12 or 112. And so as you were describing that, that, and that's fucking crazy as an athlete, because you push a blood clot while you're skating, it's over, you know? Yeah. I mean, it was the, the craziest part of it was that I never, I never felt anything. Like I never had a palpitation. I never had like any of that stuff. And even when I went in for my ablation, like it ended up being close to a six, seven hour procedure. It's supposed to be like an hour. Really? Five minutes. Wow. And basically okay. the, the doctor said, because of what you do, we wanted to make sure that, you know, we really got it. He said, Honestly, because they, they artificially recreate your arrhythmia Correct. while you're having the ablation so they can figure they out where it's coming you. from. They zap you. Yeah, it's, it's the craziest fucking thing. You're, lay, you're laying on a table, um, and I mean, the, the wires go in through your grinds and everything, so you're, you're, you're hanging out for everybody to see in a freezing cold emergency just room. Like, here we are. <laughs> in an operating room. It's, yeah. <laughs> uh, I remember having a slightly sedated conversation with a lovely nurse behind me about the whole thing. Um, and your balls but, uh, are hanging off the table. Yeah, exactly. Like, ah, I was like, what, what, is, what is going fuck. on here? You know, I play hockey, um, right? <laughs> it's a crazy thing. You're, lay, you're laying on this table, and all of a sudden, your, your heart rate goes from my, and I have a very low rest heart rate. At that time, it was like 39, something like that. That's um, way low. It goes from like 39 to like 170, and you're not even moving. You just feel it in your chest start going like this. It's crazy. Yeah, no, it is. It is low. I, I in my post-op, I would set off the, uh, I would set off the you're dying alarm. Uh, because they have right. it set to go off as soon as it goes below a certain amount. And me just trying to take a nap was setting that off consistently. Um, people would come running in thinking I was coding when I was just trying to sleep, which was He's napping really again. He does a lot. Yeah. Of the, 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 rudest, the rudest thing about that entire entire process, the entire surgery and all that, the, the, the one thing that, I, that I, I still look back on and I think was the rudest thing anybody did to me during that whole thing. Not the doctor telling me I was going to die. Um, and that I, I couldn't, shouldn't get my heart rate up over 120. Uh, it was the person that, uh, during my seven hour surgery, after they eventually had to sedate me, put me out because my back was killing me so much, put a catheter in and never told me. Oh. Uh, and so then the, the oh. first time I, the first time I oh. got a pee in my post-op, 
Oh, I, it was still I, attached. I, I, I have no, it was out, but I have not felt pain like that uh, oh, ever. Fuck um, me. So that's that's the person from that whole experience. I really look back on it. I think you know what. <laughs> and this this was a uh, a Massachusetts oh. doctor. <laughs> this, this, this was a, some M- MGH doctor or nurse that that uh, that that did that to me. Well, no, was, that's an attendee that's, that's, that's their job that. is to stick tubes in cocks all day. So it's not like they're you know fucking you know doctor feel good. But oh my god. <laughs> I remember having back surgery at New England Baptist and, and that I had a catheter in and it was, I was all fucked up. Josh and I've had many conversations about back pain and issues. And I had sciatic, I had a, I had a disc that had deteriorated my lower back and it was pinching the fuck out of my nerve. So it's shooting this pain down my left leg. Oh God. And it was like, you can do everything from acupuncture to fucking whatever. It doesn't matter. It's a bone that has squished on the nerve fuck you. You got to get surgery. And you know, nobody wants to, Oh, Hey, I'd love to have surgery, but I did. And I, I tell you that the, the post of that was crazy because the doctor at, uh, at New England Baptist was like, look, he, and I really adore this guy because he took great care to, he's like, here's how I'm going to do it. I prepare for multiple hours. You're in surgery for multiple hours. You're going to be out of it for a couple hours. And then I'm going to put you in ICU for three days. I don't give a fuck what this hospital thinks. I just, you know, whether it's like reconstructive surgery of the spine, this guy would do reconstructive surgery on people with like scoliosis, like really fucked up, like spines. I had one thing. He's like, he kind of was like, eh, yours is easy. I'm like, yeah, I get that, but I'm still on my face and you're ripping me open, throwing my insides all over the place. I was freaking the fuck out. But that catheter thing was the weirdest feeling. First day I was so fucking high on morphine. I didn't even know my name. But he made it very clear. He said, I put a morphine patch in your back, Isaiah. So that's it. He said, but I'm going to tell you, day two will be fucking hell. I'm like, Jesus, do you have to use those words like that? Jesus, fuck. (laughs) Thank you for keeping me calm. Well, I mean, he didn't didn't say it. But I'm just like, really? And it hit. And it fucking hit hard. And that's when I started to feel everything. And that fucking thing in my dick, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm dying. You're not dying. But then, of course heart rate, everything goes right back up. They did tell me, and I was concerned about this because knowing the situation, I I haven't had the ablation yet, but I'm like, that's intense surgery. Like, am I going to kick into AFib? And they're like, you you might. That's what they have so many people around you for to, if it does happen, they kick you out of it. And they told me a couple of days later, thank you for not telling me while I'm so high on morphine, I can't spell my name. But they were like, Oh no, I, I, I fucking tripped into AFib in the middle of the surgery. And I'm like, that, that fucking, I'm glad I was out cold for that. I'm, you know, but they had to work on getting it back and, you know, Jesus Christ. So I'm glad you're past that. So the ablation, you had no complications. Uh, I had no, no complications. I was good for like three years. And then I had a rare reversal of the problem. They put me on some meds and now I've, I've been good ever since. Ten at all. Um, uh, I think it's like Natalol or something like that. Yep. It's just it's a, yep. beta, it's a beta blocker, yeah. Keeps it keeps the blood fucking thinner than normal. No more catheters though. Uh, no, I'm hoping to avoid those Ooh. for the rest of my life. I'm, oh, I'm, dude, I'm, lucky, lucky. It, <sighs> I, I've never had one before. There was one time I thought that they were going to give me one. They said something about catheter, and I was like, I'll just leave. I, I'm just going to leave. And <laughs> walk out. But what the what they were asking you about. But what they were talking about was stabbing like a catheter, I guess it's a medical term. I thought it just meant, you know, one thing, 
but they were talking about stabbing it into my lung to blow it back up when I had a pneumothorax. Jordan, he lo- he he had a lung collapse on him for no reason. It just happened out of nowhere. Yeah, I I was getting out of the shower. I thought I was having a heart attack, and then all of a sudden the pain moved from the front of my chest to the back, and then I I just felt like I sprinted, and I was like that kind of out of breath, and. My my wife was like, "You're being so dramatic." <laughs> and I was like, Thanks, honey. Thanks. Honey. I was like, "No, I'm in a Thanks. lot of pain. I can't just, breathe." And she was just, like, "Oh my god, ma- it's just a man cold, sweetie. Yeah. No, my my lo- my my lung collapsed." Okay. <laughs> and then after yeah. like day three, she was like, "Oh my god, just go to the hospital." And I was like, "Okay." You waited three days. Yeah, yeah. And they said if I wow. waited any longer, it would not have ended great. But. Yeah, I I was just happy it wasn't like a heart thing. I was convinced she, I was going to die. She, did she have other plans in mind? Is that maybe why she kept you from going yes. to the hospital? <laughs> no, I, I was like refusing to go because I was like, no, what if they tell me something's wrong with me? <laughs> that's all, Josh. But that but, but let's be serious. That's, that's most guys, and that's half the battle with us, and that's why I thank God for the women or the family in our lives because like my back hurt for years. I was actively trying to do things, but I'm like, Ah, every time I drink vodka, it seems to go away. Really, Einstein? That's not a fucking answer. <laughs> Sterile. Ah, I feel good. Maybe I'm not sure. All, all my back's going to feel better, but my liver's going to slide out my ass. I see. I see. And Josh is the worst about anything, like anything medical. I'll be fine. I'll be fine. Well, that's what I look. I work with a lot of veterans, and that's a lot of the things that the veterans don't want to get, not want to, but they just like, I don't need those benefits. Those are for somebody else, but your fucking eyeballs hanging out of your head dad. Like you served in Vietnam. You were in a That's eh, for another one of my brothers. Fucking Jesus Christ. Would you go? I just never know when the right time to ask for help is, you know, like when do you call the ambulance on yourself? I, I feel like they're going to get there and be like, you could have driven. <laughs> when you have a punctured lung that you think might be a heart attack, that, that, yeah. that would yes. probably be the time to, to, I, I know the context clues now on when to, you know. Thank you, Jordan. Also, also you. I didn't even go to the hospital that's right down the street. I drove an hour yeah. to the hospital Christ near my parents' bike. house. And I was like, if I die, I'm not dying in Milford. I'm g- <laughs> I mean, I can only say that because I thought I was having a heart attack. I took a nap. So yeah. that's. Yeah. I, look, I, I avoided the pain for, not avoided it, but it happened and I wasn't sure what it was until there was a point where I'm like, I've got to catch this and I need, I should ask somebody who knows because this fucking hurts. And when it does, you're sweating and you, you know, I mean, I just, it, just like you said, you were in Wegmans, you were warm. It's 120. It's one, what the fuck? And, and I know that, that it's, it's like this zip and it just happens and it goes. And, you know, I've been very clear with doctors and been like, okay, is this life threatening? Not initially, but again, the longevity of the episode, you want to fuck around and take a nap or not go to the hospital for three days, you got issues. And I finally just went and was just like, what is this? And they were clear. They're like, it's not a heart attack. It is an electrical issue. And early on, I'm like, am I plugged into the wall? Like, I'm not a doctor. The fucking electrical. What the fuck? I'm not sucking on a light bulb. It's an electrical nerve thing that happens. And it's... It's not, it's not uncommon. The scary part is the one thing they definitely, like I said, they were saying is if you let that sit in that arrhythmia for long enough, yeah. you push you a clot, yeah. you, you, put, you push a clot, that's a whole different conversation of problems. Yeah. A whole different conversation. 
So what I what I want for you as you go into this fucking uh, six day stretch of games is no heart problems, sir. Yeah, yeah, we'll uh, we'll, uh, we'll make sure I mean, that it's that's not like yeah, ho- playoff <laughs> hockey is stressful or anything. It's- no, no, can you can not, you knock on wood, George? We both did. Can you knock uh, on yep. wood for him? I am. Yep. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's like he would, you. but I'm knocking on it. Um. <laughs> so we got to get our podcast out. You're, let's focus on you doing what you're doing. But we got to get this podcast live at at fucking at at the DCU Center and do it like before one of your games and have you on it. Fuck yeah, around. Cam. Cam. Cam was talking about that. He said. Uh, he said probably a little too late for this season. Unless we we get into the playoffs, that might give a little time. But no, that would be that'd be awesome. It'd yeah, be fun. It'd be great. Yeah. It's not like it's live. It's not live radio, but it's really just fucking this shit. It's good content. Hang around, have a blast, bust people's balls. Maybe bring one of the guys from the other team, fucking beat them up on the clock. I mean, whatever you want to do. Well, I was supposed to, I was supposed to go into the studio this morning to do the, the Pike show um, with you and Adam, but I've, I've met Adam enough. I wasn't, I didn't feel like getting <laughs> out of bed at eight 30 to go, to go hang out with him again. So I, I, uh, I <laughs> hold on let me let me watch. check my notes so your first notes were mike <laughs> shrew was awful at interviewing the second one is let me see if i've got this right jordan smothering captain of the worcester railers says adam i wouldn't get out of bed for his bitch ass <laughs> now he's not going to announce any of your goals I'm glad, I'm glad i'm glad you read between the lines on that one so it's, i just wanted to go to the notes that i take during shows I did, does, I did put him in. I did put him in an awkward spot yesterday after the game, um, and he 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 did handle it really well. Um, so they, I, I didn't know this, but they had um, put together a sponsored rivalry cup uh, between us and Maine, and it was a uh, a tire company. I'm probably doing a massive disservice to our team by not uh, mentioning the actual name. Wait, let me let me the, look at the website. Let me let, the let tire me help you out. Company. Hold yeah, on. I'm, I'm trying to pull it up on my Twitter here. Somebody, Do it. Now we have Southbridge Credit Union. We want to thank VIP, them on the VIP, show. VIP Tires and Service is what it was. There we go. Say it, um, say it again. Say it again. V, VIP Tires and Service. I don't know if we have we'll, a little plug We'll, we'll add the, but... the logo in, into your <laughs> yeah, little box there. <laughs> this uh, whole they, hour they, of fucking mess, we will tag them and they'll be like, why? It's way at the end. It's way at the end. They had sponsored <laughs> me or they had sponsored this Rivalry Cup. And uh, by winning that game, we won the series against Maine. Um, on the overall season and uh adam pulls me aside and he's like oh we got a surprise for you hey you got to hang out on the ice here and um as you know we're, we're we're insanely superstitious people in hockey and i'm a firm believer that you don't touch a trophy until you've touched the big one that year yeah uh, yep. and so this poor guy comes out he's excited he's got he's got the trophies he's you know he's the title sponsor and all this stuff and i i adam announces everything i shake the guy's hand i look i'm like i'm really sorry you're going to have to carry that in the room for me. Like, I, I it's just, I can't touch it. I, I, I can't touch it unless I'm going to touch the big one this year. I, I can't do it. And I felt so bad because I, I, nobody explained to the guy that this was a possibility, even though people had asked like, well, what if he doesn't want to touch it? What if he, what if he doesn't want to take it? Um, and so Adam, had, he ends up letting me go back to the locker room and I hear him over the loudspeaker trying to explain to this guy that uh, basically hockey players are, uh, are superstitious and, uh, and, 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 and stupid and won't do things like touch a trophy before um, the end end of the season. Uh, but he did, he, did, he did handle the moment pretty well. <laughs> well, I mean, well, if that... you're doing business with a hockey team, you should know that about most. Jesus Christ. I was going to say, have you not watched a fucking game ever? Yeah. Like it's it, now yours is the Calder cup, right? Uh, we're the Kelly cup. Calder cup. Kelly cup. Yeah. All right. So good. Regardless, yeah. it's the cup. And you're not going to touch some fucking 
certainly this is a made up thing. This isn't even like the, you know, this is like, oh yeah, we won the rob. How about, you know what? We're good. Hands go up here. You get those alligator arms. I just want to touch Lord Stanley's cup when I get a chance in the NHL. That's all. Fuck you. Yeah. Oh God, I gotta work. I gotta work my way back into trying to fight for that one. Um, but uh, no, there's, there's actually there's a, there's a picture of the whole thing kind of going down uh, somewhere. I'm sure you guys can find and 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 plug, plug in here. Your hands um, are like this. <laughs> basically, I, well, I'm shaking I... the guy's hand, and you can tell I'm kind of leaning in, being like, "Ah, sorry, dude, I can't, I can't do it." And it's not stupid. That's 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 just sports real in general. It's, oh, it's a real fucking thing. Like there's no, nobody, nobody, we don't, yeah. we're not, we're, you're not done. You're not done until you get the Kelly cup. You get the Kelly cup. You'll take a shit in the fucking thing. At that point, we, get let's five, go. we have five rounds of playoffs now before we can get there. Yeah. So, <laughs> Oh my yeah. God. Right. Yeah. I'm, st- I'm stupid. I'm still yeah. like looking at this schedule. It's cra- It's still like, when you told me that at the beginning, I'm like, who the fuck plays a team? And it's, it's because of the COVID issues. It's not a normal thing. So, one of the games is a makeup, a, a non, or yeah, a makeup game. I think the Wednesday game is a makeup game, but I'm pretty sure the Friday, Saturday, and the Friday, Saturday ones were already on the schedule. All right, so that oh, I see that. So Friday, Saturday are two and, and, at home, and then the other two are on the road because you do this weekend is your last weekend, Friday, Saturday, and then you're Adirondack, then you're then a three against these, yeah. whatever the fuck these and people this, are. This, this year, they they purposely scheduled differently we played a couple extra games against teams in our division we didn't have a ton of outer division travel because of what happened with COVID last year and certain divisions shutting down as a whole much easier to reschedule 10 games than it is to schedule or to reschedule you know 72 for a team right Um, and so that's that's part of the reason why they've kind of clustered things together I'm going to have to explain to my friend who is working for the uh, Savannah Ghost Pirates that I know you and we're Can't friends now. So, Ghost so, 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 you know, I like that you have that job, but fuck off. Yeah. Right. I'm going to have there to go. go. Exactly. Worcester Railers yeah. all the way, baby. I think, I think, I think they'll probably end up screwing us too, because I think that means that one of the teams from that Southern division may have to come up into our division. Yep. Um, because. Yeah, I think they'll have eight teams in that division, whereas we only have six right now. Um, so it'll, it'll be interesting to see how that all realigns. Right. Well, I, I I knew I knew that it was happening, and I was almost like, I wish it was one of those. I knew they weren't playing yet, but I, I wish it was one of those things where I was like, Hey, Jordan, so do you know about the uh, the you know the uh, Savannah Ghost Pirates? I said, yeah, fucker, we're playing them in the first round. What do you <laughs> want to talk about? Nothing. I think Never there's, mind. there's 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 a rumor that they there. might not. There's a rumor they might not be the only new team uh, joining the coast next year. I don't know where the other team would come in, but somebody mentioned the other day there may be a second new team next year as but well. That's, that's that's good for the league. That's good for the fucking sport. That's good for all of it. And 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 based on what Brian back in Manchester, huh? Right. Uh, yeah. They I, they are they're working on it. There are a couple of groups that are interested. Uh, from what I've been told, uh, it's where did they go? Did they, where did they go specifically? Away. They just fold. They, they just folded. There's no monarchs just, at all. No. No. They just they just folded so that well, Verizon uh, was it the SNHU arena now, whatever it's yep. called. Yeah. Um, yep. Yeah. It's just it's it's been sitting pretty empty. It's just concerts and stuff now. Now get now, the you, fuck out of here. You played for the Monarchs, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah, I played. Uh, I played a, a partial season after the heart surgery thing before going back over to Sweden um, for like 13 games in the best payday of my life. 
Um, and then I came back and I, I ended up playing a full season in Manchester the following year. I had so much fun in that little 20 game stretch that uh, I said, I wanted to be close to home and play a full year there. So what the, year was that? I would have been 16, 17. I think it was, this was oh. the full season I played there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Where was, yeah. where's the, uh, the after game spot on Elm street there? You, you go to like Portland pie company every day. after. What is game? that? What is, what is the, there's like a country bar that gave you a free bacon. Oh, the one with the schools <laughs> out front with the. Yes. yes, I can't think of the name of it right now, but instead of giving you a bread basket, they gave you a basket of bacon. <laughs> um, yeah, that, that place, that place was great. I can't think of the name of it right now, though. Hold on, I'm looking um, up Elm Street, Manchester bars. Oh, my God. We used to, because I worked, I worked at Rock 101 for some time in Manchester and we would do some things like St. Patrick's day. And that, that's why I was asking because we used to do a bunch of Monarchs games. It was a blast bonfire restaurant. I think it is. I think it, I think it might, I think it might be bonfire. bonfire. Is it bonfire? Yep. So it's right on Elm Street. Be... Bonfire. Yeah. Hold on. This is it. I'm looking at, I'm looking at the picture right now. Just to, that should be on their fucking got... website. Like if you know anything about fucking marketing, free bacon, bitches. Right across the web. It's the second picture that comes up when you pull it up. It's just this oh. little, little, little basket of bacon. It's there. Yeah, that's Is the place. It? Bonfire. Yeah, that's fucking awesome. They have a <laughs> yeah. four point one rating, which is good. Yeah. Let's take a look for, for a Manchester, website. New Hampshire uh, restaurant. Yeah. Ah, apparently there's one in Portland, Maine as well. Look at this shit. All right. Oh, they're starting to spread out like the thirsty moose. Gonna be one. Ew. <laughs> Uh, so Jordan, this is the second time you've been on the podcast and you're almost weekly with Mike Shu on his radio show. You're, uh, you're, you're almost ready for your own show at this point, huh? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, might as well. No, I, 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 although I prefer coming on and not having to think and prepare anything. I just come on and chat with you guys. Oh, we don't prepare. Clearly we don't either. <laughs> <laughs> he told me he was coming on. I'm like, who? I'm like, oh, the guy with the hot girlfriend. And that's how this started. Ah, yes. Hot ex-girlfriend now, yeah. Hot ex, and this, hold on, hold on. My first notes, sir. Lost the girlfriend, playing better hockey. I'm sorry, Sunshine, are you watching the episode? You're gone. He's playing better. You know what, I should, I should preface, she, she is a lovely person. It was amicable. There are no hard feelings, but I did, I did start to score a lot more as soon as that happened. So okay, so everything yeah. said from this bad. point on is Isaiah, not Jordan. Anyway, so <laughs> you're gone, sunshine. He's playing better hockey, and wait a second, he's fucking anybody he wants. Oh, oh wow! Isaiah's um, gonna always bring it too far. I mean, what? <laughs> this is uh, yeah. You're, ha- yeah. you're you listen. You're free. You're out there. Win the Kelly Cup, okay? That's the her, that's what, the idea. That's was the her idea. name Kelly? Uh, no, no, her name was not. Uh, her name was not Kelly. We'll, we'll leave her name out of this. But yeah. her name was not Kelly. We'll, Hold know. on, see ya, because it's, Kelly's your new fucking girlfriend. Exactly. There you go. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's what we want to see. That'd be awesome. Well, I want to I want to get up and see a game. I've been I've been out there doing uh, doing some stuff with uh, the new Worcester Red Sox, which is fun. It's it's fun to see that town kind of just keep on building with different sports. It's really cool. Oh, I- Absolutely. That whole water street area and the whole canal district is the, the, the transformation is insane. Yeah. Yeah. The uh, Larry Lucchino and Dr. Charles are involved with the, uh, the Worcester Red Sox. And I, I did business with them when I worked in Boston with the Red Sox. And it's, it's so fucking cool to go out there. One of my clients is one of the sponsors. So I, I have a chance to go out and just kind of see the, 
you know, when you get to see it from, from, from a level of a corporate sponsor and just like how a building looks, it's like, like I'm doing an event at the DCU center on, on the 20th with these client of mine. And it's just, it's just such a great area. And I'm trying to like pull the two together, pull everybody together, do all like, and the same thing with Josh. It's like, we've got a podcast. Let's go have some fun. There can be some suit events. There can be some black shirt events, whatever. Let's just have fun. Let's just yeah. go out and do different shit. And I think, uh, I think having the Woo Sox out in that city is just going to add to the popularity of the Railers. To... I think they've got their home opener next week, right? They're Tuesday, they do. I think, yes. I think they, I think they played their first game last night in Jacksonville was their opener and they, okay. but they're doing, they're doing nice things. They're doing smart things. So like they were doing like a taste of the season. Right. So for the people that were the folks that had the, the luxury boxes, which isn't even that much, it's not like Fenway park. It's a smaller version, but they invited the people out. They have a new chef. It's really nice. And you just get to see the place and you get to see like, okay, this is baseball. It's like walking into the DCU center when you guys are playing hockey. It's like, okay, this isn't the Bruins, but it's fucking just as good because the price point is more palatable, you know, and, and oh, yeah, you can bring a whole, fa- you can bring a whole family for 200 bucks instead of 2000. Oh, oh my God. Exactly. For that at the garden. Yeah. <laughs> oh my yeah, God. Seriously. Yeah. It's, it, it, I, I think it's great. I'm really, I'm really excited for Worcester. I mean, that's the second largest city in our state here in, in the Commonwealth. And I think it's uh I think it's cool. And I, some of the things I'm working, I would love to even talk to you offline about like how a player like you, and a player from the Woo Sox comes together and you go out and you do community things. Like that's a really bad, you know that, you, you understand the social responsibility that you do. And that's really important to some of the, I work with the VA and I work with credit unions and that's just a, you know, again, it's back to the kids. It's back to the people yep. that need something and, yep. and you're playing a game. And so if you can take like the highlight of a captain like yourself and a captain of whatever and, and just go, it's just, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited for the next few that's, years in Worcester. That, that's something that I always, I always embraced throughout my career. I, I started my professional career in Chicago in the American League, and uh, there are very few examples of uh, minor pro um, franchises that that do the community service thing as well as them. Worcester mm. is absolutely another one. The Railers do good, an incredible job. I mean, they they won the ECHL Community Service Award without a team last year. Wow. Oh, wow. I mean, they, they, they did not, that was the one area that they refused to, to back down in, you know, their staff of like three or four people that they kept on um, through the pandemic, you know, they were out constantly with the mascot and they were doing food drive, Thanksgiving drive, they did all that stuff. And it was tough this year for the players to be involved with all the COVID stuff. Mm. Um, As the year went on, we started to, to be a little bit more involved. And so you know, moving forward next year and all that stuff, um, you're absolutely right. That's such a huge part of a community like Worcester is getting out there and, 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 you know, just interacting with, with kids. I mean, we, we do the, the learn to skate program, the, uh, the skate to success program that they've got. Um, I, I got to go out with a couple of the guys and, you know, it's just kids that would never have an opportunity to, to touch hockey, um, get a chance to put some skates and helmet on and go out and try and wheel around on the ice for two hours. It's, it's, it's just a really cool thing to be a part of. Yeah, that's really cool. I mean, listen, I, you and I should touch base offline because there's, yeah. there's so much that's happening um, in that area. I mean, I'll, I'll stay focused on your area because you play hockey out there, but it is a, you know, I work with a lot of credit unions and their social responsibility. Josh and I talked about this, um, you know, because uh, someone in his world may be looking for an opportunity. And I said, yeah, and, and that person has a teaching background, like 
that is so important to the communities. Like these credit unions can partner with these teams and do the same thing at the same time. And at the end of the day, if you're raising money, you're raising money for each one's foundation, right? So how long have the Worcester Railers been a team? Uh, 17, 18, I think it was year one. 17, right? Oh, okay. 16, 17, 16, 17. So it's, it's not, it's not a was long the year time. I played Manchester. That was their first, their first year. Yeah. Right. It's not a super long time. The Woo Sox are like their second year in last year was all fucked up. So it's like, you know, these foundations aren't fully funded yet and they need that help. And that's kind of where I work with different clients to get people in. And it's just, at the end of the day, you're having a good time. Kids get to go skate. Kids get to go play a little baseball. Maybe if you can tie the two together. I mean, I, I in my head, I envision a Worcester Railers night at Polar Park. I, I envision a, you know, a, a Woo Sox night at the DC. Well, I mean, we, we did, we, we did that recently. We, uh, we actually, those, some of the coolest jerseys, some of the coolest third jerseys we've ever worn. Uh, we did Woo Sox night. So we had no way, uh, you know, like Railers kind of baseball looking jerseys for that, for that game. Um, that was, that was a cool one. Um, so I'm sure there are talks of a, a Railers night, um, at a Woo Sox game. I got to throw out a first pitch actually, um, at the last game at Polar Park from last oh. season. Did you? Um, they had me out there. So there's definitely a lot How'd of you do? between the two. Uh, so they actually gave me uh, they gave me a ball. They threw down a turf mat and a stick and said, shoot it. <laughs> um, and I ripped it. I ripped it right over his head. I was like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not especially if I'm shooting this, I'm not bouncing it in. Um, he probably could have caught it, but they had moved me close enough, and I'm not sure he realized how hard the shot was going to come. So you in. went biscuit high um, right here, right over the shoulder. Oh, right, right, right over the top of his head. I was like, I this. I, I think it hit the backstop in the air. Um, I was not. I was not coming up short. That's for sure. We call that buzzing yeah. the tower. So. Yes, exactly. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, but no, I would. I would love to chat with you offline about some of that stuff. Uh, it's one of the things that I've. I've never. I've never lost sight of, I, I'm so fortunate and lucky to have done what I have been able to do for the last 20 years and play a sport for a living. Um, and even just having the smallest impact in somebody's life outside of that has been um, such a, such a, a, a privileged part of my job. Um, and it doesn't take a lot of effort to, to brighten up somebody's day. No, it doesn't. Um, so it if, doesn't. There, if there are some programs that you can help me get involved and I, I would I would be more than happy to help out. Well, I think Josh, you know, this is the, he started this podcast again back in the day um, with Raycroft. You know, we've uh, we've talked about that when we go somewhere. Like it's tough these past two years. We you know we were we were just starting this thing after WAF went off the air, right? So that happened, and we probably got Josh and I did the first one at my house in Malden. Like what the fuck just happened? The next one was with Mike shoe. Cause he's like, well, I don't have a job. So I got nothing else to do. So he joined the podcast. <laughs> and then we, fucking, we went to mistress Carrie's house and she was like, well, fuck this. I'm going to start my own podcast. And we were about to have Danielle go to Danielle's house from the, the, the Hillman morning show. And that's when COVID hit. And, and so she's very, very close with her mom and she's got a lot she, she, you know, houses a lot of animals. So she's like, Oh, we could do the podcast at my mom's house. But, you know, in March of 2020, it was all fucked up and we couldn't go anywhere. Right. So she's like, I'd prefer if we don't. So we started this format. And if you go back and look at some of the first episodes, it's like everybody on Zoom. We're all like, what's the, <laughs> how the fuck do I, what's this button do? How I don't do I unmute think myself? I, this isn't a radio station. And it's what not much better now. So <laughs> no, we still have no, <laughs> no fucking idea. 
you know, but what? the point AAF, AAF going down that was a that was a sad day for me too. Oh. Like, I was like, we, like we talked about in the first one. I I grew up listening to AAF. I grew up listening to Hillman in the morning every day oh. driving to school with with my dad like that. That that awesome. crushed me to see. Yeah, and I, I, I'm I'm sure you guys felt it a lot more than I did, but um, it, it was uh, just, just definitely missed. So much bullshit. I mean that. That resonated through people like Joe Rogan, who's at the top of his game, who is a fucking mass hole and would come into the station way long before Josh and I were even there. Like, just like, come on. The whole thing yeah. was, yeah, but, but. Yeah, but he used to is, like shoe for exposure. Right? <laughs> he's like, hey, shoe, can you put me on? I don't think and he now he's like, influencing elections. <laughs> yeah. Well, but, but the, but the point is like, like, let's, 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 uh, you know, Josh and I have even talked about like when we wanted to get back out and do a show. We're, we're looking to do a show in Worcester because it makes sense. A lot of a lot of the people that like this show are Worcester centric because of where we worked and all that shit. So we're working on that, and I think there's there's got to be a you know a, you know a charitable arm to that because that's that's really what the fuck it's all about. I'm not here to make a shitload of money for things. If I can help somebody else, then you know. And we're I, doing that. Uh <laughs> you fucking make an announcements when shit's not final. Tickets are not on sale. Well, we'll edit that part out later. Yeah. He's <laughs> not in sales, okay? He doesn't fucking realize. <laughs> no, but that, but that show—that's what I'm talking about, Josh. That show can be something where Jordan, we'd love to have you there. Like, like it, you, you, and I appreciate your your humbleness of understanding. You're a captain of a fucking hockey team in a pro league. But it doesn't take a lot of effort for you to sit down and go, hey, I'll sign an autograph. I'll take a picture with you. And, and we'll do it around this podcast where we're just doing this. We're just having fucking fun, man. We're just talking shit, right? And that's, you know, but you attach that to, you know, Mike and I and Josh talked about a number of different charitable opportunities in Worcester. And Mike is, you know, born and raised, not born and raised, but he's, he's certainly a Worcester centric guy for a long time. He knows the heartbeat of that city. And that's, that's the shit that's important. Like, can we go out somewhere and have fun? Of course. Can we bring somebody like you? Can we pull somebody from the Woo Sox? Can we bring another celebrity from a band? Great. Let's just sit down. Let's fill the room. Let's get everyone to pay a certain dollar amount. and Let's give some money to fucking charity. So we'd love yeah, to fill you in on something like that too. I, I would absolutely love it. It doesn't, it doesn't take a lot. Uh, I, it, it, kind of crazy story. Anyway, it, our, our schedule was crazy. I ended up getting sick. We were playing in Reading. Uh, the team was headed to Adirondack for a couple of games. Uh, our, our COO was down there with the team van. I ended up driving back up to Boston and spending two days at home and resting up. Um, and, you know, we won the game at Adirondack. I was feeling better. Um, we had another game at Adirondack on Saturday. We were going to play a third game on Sunday in Reading. And I, I, I text the coach like, Hey, like if I can come back and join the team, you know, I'll be fresh legs for Sunday, Sunday morning. You know, one of these guys that's had to play all these games, you can give him a rest. He's like, sure. If you can get out here, get out here. I ended up catching a ride with a family from our booster club, uh, oh. in their van. It was, uh, it was the, the husband, his wife and their, and their three kids. Um, but just especially the the one their 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 younger boy um by the end of the ride you could just tell that even that just that experience of being able to sit and ask me you know 50 questions on a car ride from Worcester to Adirondack you know probably that's probably awesome. made that, that kid season and even last night you know they were sitting right next to the bench and so as I'm walking off after warm-ups you know I got to 
to say hi and, and you know shake his hand ask him how they're doing and there's that that personal relationship and fan just, for life it, it takes it takes it takes zero effort to 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 brighten somebody's day up with a little thing like that so no please get me involved i love doing shit like that um you know i i went to high school in worcester before i, I moved um up to to canada to start playing so I, and i grew up you know 15 20 minutes down the road in, in westboro here so uh, anything i can do in this community to, to make people's days would be count me in that's awesome that's really cool man yeah. we appreciate you coming on the show today man this is so cool that's- we uh we do miss your ex-girlfriend i'm not gonna lie <laughs> she was she was fucking hot and um but you know i'm sure you're doing better he's aggressive I mean, if life, it's, is, uh, if, life, if this if, life, life is life has been good, there are there are no complaints. There are no. Thank complaints. you. I'm not yeah. aggressive, Josh. I'm just calling it it. Like she was like, I was no, like, I'm aggressive. done with this guy. You Get did. this guy the fuck realize, out of here. You realize that my 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 mother is going to listen to this podcast at some oh. point. So you you know, what's your you mom's just... name? What's your mom's name? <laughs> Maureen. 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 Listen, Maureen Smotherman. Thank you for raising an amazing son. We appreciate him. We appreciate what he does. Notice how I'm being polite and he is a community man. And I apologize for anything I may have said that offends you. We are joking and we are just, um, <laughs> we're just silly, silly human beings. There's your she promo. Will, she, she, will, she will very much appreciate that. Maybe you can edit that <laughs> in the beginning when you edit out the part about the concert, you've got to not announce that's happening. Oh yes. Right. Thank you. I, <laughs> I, 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 think, I think Josh can take this and this is for Maureen, right? Maureen. Yes. Maureen Smotherman, this is for you. We love your son, Jordan. He's amazing. And thank <laughs> you for raising such an just an outstanding adult of a human being. <laughs> there you go. Josh will edit that promo. Send that to your mom. She'll be like, this guy seems so nice. And here's Until your new agent, Jordan. <laughs> like, and what that translates into is, um, fuck you, Jordan, for making me feel bad about saying things that would upset your mother. That's right. That's you're going to put words in my mouth. I got to do it right back to you. That's, <laughs> true, like, that's how true. this works, isn't it? Yeah. Exactly. Listen, I can, I can yeah. be your agent, but it's going to be a bumpy fucking ride, kid. It's going to be a bumpy fucking ride. Shit's going to happen for us, and other times we're going to have to leave quickly. <laughs> because of something you did. Me, not him. <laughs> yeah, no. <laughs> He's like, uh, I'm just fucking playing hockey. He, he, went, he went that way, I swear. Yeah. <laughs> I never gave that. That guy's never been my agent. Get him the fuck out of here. I don't. I don't know him. I don't. Okay. All right, let dude. Let's let's wrap this thing. Let's let's tighten up. Let's tighten the fuck up. There are six fucking games left in your season. How yes. do you feel? Uh, I'm excited. Uh, we uh, we have been been talking about this part of the season all year. We have a great group. Um, this last game showed it. Two comebacks in the game uh, to eventually win it. We have a good core group of guys that have been there all year who have been very patient with a lot of the roster changes, lineup changes we've had to go through, but we've got our group now. Um, and, and I've got a lot of confidence in, in what we've got in that room. And I, I can't wait to see what we can do in this, this five game stretch. I can't wait do for it. Saturday. That's, yeah. yeah. I, I haven't been to a game. I haven't really been to anything at all this year. And I, I was looking at the schedule and I was like, okay, I need to go to the. <laughs> yeah. right. well, we, we appreciate your support the whole year. Um, <laughs> no <but> problem. <laughs> right. No, hey, thanks for stopping Saturday. by on Saturday at the end. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the last game of the year. Really, really Listen, I was doing my part. I was liking all the tweets and the Instagram posts. <laughs> hey, we had you on but a no. podcast. We're trying. You picked a great game. Uh, there's always a good crowd for the last game of the year. It's going to be a playoff atmosphere because it really is. It's do or die for for these two teams that are, are playing in that game. So 
do you, you guys do do you guys do for fan appreciation like remove the jerseys give them to the fans what are you guys going to do on saturday uh I, they've got all kinds of stuff planned i think they've been they've been doing all kinds of promos online for mystery gifts mystery giveaways they've got uh, you know, signed helmet from the team this year. They all all kinds of stuff that I'm sure they have planned for the evening. I, I think they're also auctioning off a uh, uh, a road trip in a minivan with you. No, oh, yeah, well that that was already won. Um, <laughs> oh, that's but right. I would do it. I would do it again. I had I had a good time. They were lovely, lovely family, nice kids, nice people. It was, it was awesome. Yeah, <laughs> actually, I, I owe them. I've got to. I've got to do something. Uh, something nice for them at, at, at some point um, as, as a thank you for that. Because that Well, awesome. on Sunday, you go back to Adirondack and that was the family. So maybe you can get in the car and go up there with them. <laughs> maybe I can drive them to the game yes! and get them some tickets this time. <laughs> Listen, yeah. Josh, here's the thing. Here's the thing. This is, this is fucking serious business. If you go to that, you are going to go to the game Saturday. If Jordan scores a hat trick, you are fucking obligated to follow them for the next four games. I will. I will yeah, absolutely you can, do you that. Can, you can. You can hop in with me. You can. I'll, I'll. I'll make sure you get up there. Yeah. Great. I mean, after the game, let's go over to Uno's and we'll just go over travel details. <laughs> I'll buy absolutely. you a deep dish. <laughs> no, we should go to. We should go, we should go to off. We should go to off the rails. The. Uh, the, the oh the yeah. Restaurant. Yeah. Uh, yes. 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 We got to make sure also, we plug we, that. Yes. Yeah. Yes, that that's yeah. also a better move because I don't eat at Uno's anymore, and it's because of that yeah. one. No. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> off the rails yeah. is the shit, though. Listen, Jordan Smotherman, captain of the Worcester Railers. Dude, thank you for coming on the show, Jordan Smotherman, captain of the uh, Worcester Railers. You are going into a serious, serious stretch here um, to make the playoffs. So, good luck. And who are these Frenchies you're playing? Who? I can't pronounce uh, them. They they they, they Lyon de Trois-Rivières. Oh wow! Is that, is that French for is that French for toilet water? Yes, yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, not that we want to talk shit because we don't want to talk. We don't want to talk <laughs> no, shit. We do. We do. They're the enemy. Use that line, Jordan, when you're working the blue line during warmups with no bucket. Go no bucket. <laughs> Just see what happens. <laughs> Seriously, th thank you for coming on the show. We really appreciate it, man. Oh, it's it's an absolute blast every time, guys. Thanks.